The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Friday before the weekend on which we face Newcastle in the Premier League. Yesterday, we saw much of Twitter descend into yet another meltdown as the Saudis began to ramp up the propaganda regarding their interest in Mo Salah. Could it be that with Liverpool taking on Saudi Arabian-owned Newcastle at the weekend, this was a move aimed to distract, to annoy? It's very possible. Jurgen Klopp spoke today and said there has been no offer to the club and no offer would be considered. That is the most obvious thing any of us could have predicted. Now, of course, that didn't stop the crazy people having their meltdowns and their tantrums firing off eight or ten different tweets about it, damning the owners and saying it'd be no surprise if they sold. We know what these owners are like. And then ignoring every report after that that said Liverpool had no interest in selling. Hopefully Klopp's comments today will make them settle down a little bit, but it's unlikely. Um, I think this is Mo's last season at Liverpool. I do. It wouldn't surprise me if he had very strong interest in going to Saudi. He is by far the biggest star in the Arab world. He would be the pinnacle for the Saudi Arabian Pro League in terms of the players that they could attract. Even over the likes of Mbappe, Salah would would, would mean more for them. So it wouldn't surprise me if he did want to go. And I think he will go next summer. But I think next summer, we'll still be able to attract a significant fee for him. If you consider that Neymar, who's four months older than Salah, attracted almost 80 million this summer, when PSG were desperate to get rid of him, they were still able to get 80 million. I think Mo could potentially bring somewhere in the region of 140 next summer, 150 even. Now, the issue is if things are still running the way they are now with Jurgen Klopp as 
basically the general manager and made the one making all the decisions on recruitment, you wouldn't put any faith in things to get done properly. This summer has been an unmitigated disaster. Um, we've gotten two good players in, both of whom were buyouts and one of whom all the work was done by Julian Ward. We've got an Endo in who's a decent squad player, but he's not going to pull up any trees for us. We've ignored the left side of the defence, the upgrade on Robertson by the sounds of things. There was no plan to improve that area. Uh, We haven't signed a starting quality holding midfielder. We haven't signed depth behind Trent, which again, doesn't seem like there's any plans to do that. So, you know, once again, the plan appears to be to leave, to leave ourselves short. And Jürgen, as the architect of that plan, needs reining in because it's unacceptable. And of course, blame will be placed in the wrong places. Do the owners deserve blame, as I said yesterday? Yes, they do. They deserve some blame. But Let's appropriate blame properly. He deserves a lot of blame for what's gone on this summer and last summer and at the club in general over the last couple of years, uh, including today's report from Simon Hughes. Now, a couple of months ago, Simon wrote a big expose of our medical department and shone a light on what an absolute clusterfuck it is. We can all see what a dysfunctional mess our recruitment department is And Simon's piece today shines a very bad light on our academy. And I would urge everybody, if you have a subscription to The Athletic, to go and read that piece. If you don't, I think they're doing a quid a month again. So sign up monthly, cancel in a month if you want. Otherwise, just keep it for the year. Quid a month isn't isn't bad at all. Um, Or if you know somebody that has a subscription, ask them to screenshot the article and send it to you. Um, it really doesn't paint the club in a good light. It really doesn't. And it would bring major questions over how Alex Inglethorpe is still in charge of that entity. Um, I mean, if you look at the production of the academy over the past 12 years or however long he's been there, that's unacceptable to begin with. It's produced Trent, one starter. One starter in 12 years. And it's produced Curtis, who may or may not make it at the club long term. And that's it. And yes, we've done well in terms of recruiting young players. But recruiting young players, I mean, from other clubs at 15, 16 years of age. But where's all the local talent? Where's all the talent from Manchester? Where's the talent from other surrounding counties where you can go and raid? Where's the Yorkshire kids? Liverpool have not done anywhere near good enough in terms of recruiting youth players, not players that you have to go and buy from other clubs at 15, 16. Players that you bring into your club at 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. We don't do a good enough job. And that's concerning. 
Um, also concerning is the fact that our assistant manager has once again taken it upon himself to start sharing tactical insights into how we play. Now, last summer he wrote a book. This summer he's done a podcast. He gives more interviews than any other assistant manager I've ever known. I've never, ever known an assistant. I've never known an assistant manager to write a book other than Peter Taylor, who wrote his book after a split with Brian Clough. Not while he was working with him, after. I don't know any other assistant manager who's written a book. I don't know any other assistant manager in the modern game who gives anywhere near the amount of interviews as Pep and Linders. Now, I am of the opinion that Pep and Linders is the head coach of Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp as a general manager. And Linders' comments about how we play and how it's all his ideas and all this kind of stuff it does lead into that. It really does lead into that. Um, you'd be fucking fed up. You really would. Uh, Mo Salah 100% committed to Liverpool. No offer to talk about. That's from Klopp's press conference. Jurgen has said that Ibu is a doubt for Newcastle, which is, you know, that's good news. Good thing we didn't sign any centre-backs this summer in the, you know, transfer window. Uh, Liverpool centre-back neglect an unnecessary tightrope to walk. And again, this is on Klopp. Like the neglect of the midfield was on him, the the neglect of the defence is also on him. He is the one who's been in charge of squad management, squad building. Him, by his own decision-making, he was the one that blocked others from making the right decisions so he could make all the wrong decisions. Uh, Liverpool says, Klopp says, we need to be lucky with injuries. Jesus Christ. Um, Matip injury prone Ibu injury prone Joe Gomez injury prone Virgil van Dijk only a couple of years removed from an ACL tear need to be lucky Jesus wept how about not leaving yourself in a situation like this but then you know you wouldn't have excuses when you fail at things so I suppose it works for everybody Uh, why Newcastle prefer basketball style Liverpool but will Howe make the same mistake twice uh, Dejan Lovren rubbishes latest Mo Salah to Saudi Arabia transfer rumours Liverpool received multiple inquiries of ahead multiple inquiries ahead of Tyler Morton loan transfer um, introducing this is Anfield's new video partnership live debates and insight that could be quite good when they get that going uh, Andre scored for Fluminense last night and played very, very well again. And yet yeah, we seem more interested in crap like Ryan Gravenberg. Um, Liverpool may have found Mohamed Salah air as Ace would love move and two transfers confirmed. I assume the two transfers concerned, confirmed are the, the two kids. Um, Yeah, it seems they are. Um, it is, yeah. It is indeed. Uh, we're being linked with Hincapié again. 
I just don't see it happening because the agent is the same agent as the as Caicedo and uh, he is a scumbag. Um, Liverpool may have discovered a potential successor to Mo Salah in Johan Bakayoko. Superbly gifted player. Like, immensely talented. Definitely one to keep a strong eye on. Definitely one to keep a strong eye on. So impressed with everything I've seen of him at PSV. Um, they nicked him out of Anderlecht's academy. He'd only actually been there a year. He'd kind of bounced around as a younger player, but superbly talented. Not as not a goal scoring wide man like Mo, but he'll get goals and he'll create. So you get you get balance, which is to be fair, what Mo does. He, I don't think he'll ever score as many as Mo, but he might create more long term than Mo does, which it will be a hell of an achievement. To be fair, um, there's a piece about Salah, a piece about Salah, a piece about Kefren Turam. I'm on Liverpool.com now. I should point out. Uh, there's a piece about Sofian Amrabat. There's a piece about Caicedo and Lavia. Another piece about Salah. A piece about Andre. A piece about Decore. Piece about Matip. Piece about LeBron James, and a piece about Gabri Viega uh, on AnfieldIndex.com. There's a piece about Decore where Romano says the club are. Uh, Reluctant to pay the asking price. Now, Sam Sam Thompson has written this and he's framed it as FSG refused, refused to pay for Klopp's ideal midfield target. Uh, let's be clear. If he was Klopp's ideal... Now, I think he is ideal. I think he's perfect. But if Klopp wanted him, we would have him. Because they've never said no to Jurgen. And they never will say no to Jürgen. And they will overpay for players that Jürgen insists on, like they offered with Caicedo, like they did with Alisson, like they did with Virgil, like they did with Naby. When Jürgen insists, they will bow to his wants. If he was insistent on De Kure, and if he decides to insist on him before the end of the window, <clears throat> they would pay the asking price. Now, it may be that Jürgen's going to leave it too late, but... There is, there's nobody refusing anything. Just a decision hasn't been made yet. It's that simple. Uh, Reds relegation level chances conceded concern. Uh, Liverpool are conceding chances at a relegation level. That is fantastic. But you know, why would you sort your defence? It's it beggars belief. It really does. Um, Tony Evans has a new piece up having a. You know, a couple of shots at the the sports washers. There's a piece of it endo. Podcast-wise, we have a new rival recon. We have a new scouted. And we have a scouser, Tommy's. So make sure you listen to all of those. I've actually pissed myself off during this. So I'm going to go and be angry somewhere now. I'll see you Monday. Enjoy the weekend. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. 
Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.